The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz and I will be your host. I'm so excited for today's episode because it is yet another one in my series, Training for the London Marathon. The series started in June and only has about six weeks left. I'm really excited because we are going to be wrapping up the series soon, but this is going to be a very good episode. So kick back, relax, and we will jump right into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am again recording this on the Saturday before it is uploaded, but nonetheless, we are in good spirits. I actually did not do my long run today. I did it yesterday evening after work, which was an experience in itself, but it is because I am doing a relay tomorrow with some colleagues from work and I am super excited. It is a relay doing a full half marathon throughout London, and I'm really excited because I am doing the fourth and final leg, and it happens to be the longest one as well, but I'm really excited because I've practiced a few times, I just got some new hokas, and I'm feeling good and feeling very, very prepared. Also, quick apologies because I am recording in a different location. I'm typically recording these podcast episodes from my room, and I've just moved to a different room in my flat, and I think that the ceilings are just a bit higher, so it may be a bit echoey. But yeah, getting back to the topic of this episode, this was actually a listener slash follower requested topic. I went on my Instagram stories on the podcast Instagram, which is at Resiliency and Running, and asked what sorts of topics you guys wanted to hear about, and someone requested must-need gear, and I figured I'm since I'm going to be doing a relay tomorrow, I know that must-need gear can be things around like training, but also like race day, and so I guess I kind of wanted to talk about both, especially as I've kind of been to the running store today to get some new hokas. So I guess we'll just jump right into number one, and that is obviously running shoes. But when I say running shoes, I'm not saying just like your Nike trainers that you've had for years. I'm talking about you've gone to a running store, you've gotten your feet properly analyzed, or you've had someone watch you run so that they can see sort of on a gait analysis how your feet hit the ground, and you get properly fitted for the correct shoe and I've had this done a couple of times and the shop that I was at today also offered gait analyses and I think it you, you, you may get to a point sort of like how I've felt that I have where I kind of can know and figure out what shoes may be best for me. So the current shoes that I've been wearing that I just got a second pair of are the Carbon X2s by Hoka and they are super great and I've just really enjoyed these because they have a carbon plate within them that really helps with responsiveness and especially with long runs and just being able to have shoes that sort of respond to you while you run. And this is something that is suitable for me. I know that it's not suitable for everyone and I know that some people may want a more plushy sort of shoe and there's so many different sorts of shoes that you can go for. So I just think that before you get into running or before you go and train for some 
something and you know obviously you want to have the right shoes for race day as well I think it's really important to make sure that you're getting your feet and your running properly analyzed so that you're not hurting yourself you're not injuring yourself and you can make sure that you are protecting your joints as well just a myriad of things that are really great if you go and get your run and feet properly analyzed The next thing I want to talk about is clothing and this may pertain and be a little bit biased towards women just because I know that I cater to quite a large audience of females and I am a female obviously myself and I think that the biggest part for me in running that's super important is sort of protecting my body and making sure that I am running and not hurting myself and if you are a woman and you either have a big chest or you have bigger thighs, you know what I'm talking about, chafing. And I think if you have the wrong sort of sports bra, for example, and it's not supporting your chest the way that it should be, that can be super problematic, especially when you get into longer runs. And there are definitely things that you can do to prevent this. I know that there are like chafing sticks and you can use things like Vaseline is something that I do on longer runs. I just think it's really important to make sure that you are protecting yourself on longer runs. And I only typically tend to wear like shorts on runs that are, I think, I won't wear shorts on runs that are like anything more than four or five miles just because I know that my legs will start to chafe quite badly. But I also know that I haven't really tried out any of those sort of chafing sticks and sorts of things. And so I think it's important to kind of, you know, if you're, if you've got a bigger chest, make sure that you're actually buying sports bras that will protect your chest as well as obviously support your back because it is a massive strain on your back. And I am speaking from experience as someone with scoliosis as well it does put quite a stress on my back and obviously there are things that you can do to prevent this and you can obviously stretch and do all these you know different things but I think at the end of the day it's just really good to make sure that you're actually investing in quality clothing and like I'm not saying that you have to go out and buy something like Lululemon but I'm just saying don't go and buy some cheap I don't know clothing brand or something just because you want to save money like I totally get that but at the same time I think it's really important to invest in something that's actually going to be good for you and actually last a long time because I know that some of those cheaper brands they tend to just break a lot faster or tear or have get rips in them I know that some of my leggings tend to do that especially in the crotch area TMI a bit, I know, but I'm just letting you know that I think it's really important to get things like, you know, just really good quality branded clothing and things that will last you a long time. Next on the list of must needs, must haves, whether you're training or running a race soon is definitely a hydration backpack or water bottle or some sort of pack of some sort. I think it's really important to have hydration ready to go when you're running and especially as you start to build up mileage, I think it's so, so important. And I think that I used to be someone who didn't think that I wouldn't need as much water as I do until I, you know, increase my mileage. But I think that it really depends on like how much water you've had the night before, how hot it is outside. I think that there are a lot of different factors that sort of feed into this. And especially if you're someone like me who really sucks at drinking water during the day, I find myself to be so thirsty. And sometimes even just like on my eight mile runs during the week, I There was one this past week where I was just feeling really dehydrated. I woke up that morning and I I still went for the coffee because I am such a coffee snob, but I just realized that I have not been drinking enough water and I brought my hydration backpack for an eight mile run, which some would think 
you don't need a hydration backpack. But for me, I just think it's important to feel well hydrated and just like well supported, I guess, if that makes sense during my run. Like I don't want it to be this run where I feel so dehydrated and like such shit that I want to just get home. And I don't want it to ever feel like it's, you know, something that I just want to get over and done with. I actually thoroughly enjoy my runs and I wanted to make sure that I am yeah just well hydrated during them and especially on race day I think that it is so important to bring your own water I know that I mean I think that things are different now post-covid with touch points and things but I think that it's really important not to rely on the race organizers to bring you you water and to bring you electrolytes and things I think it's important to make sure that you are well equipped and so I am someone who just really believes in like bringing your own hydration having yourself you know prepared and ready to go but yeah I think it's so so important to hydrate all right so we've talked about protecting our bodies but now I want to talk about protecting ourselves from the sun this is something that I'm actually super bad at and a friend of mine that is super into skincare and like health of your skin and whatnot has really pushed me to wear sunscreen more not even just while I'm running but just in general I think it's really good for your skin and protecting yourself from the sun even when it's not sunny outside fun fact but I think it's really really important to wear sunscreen during your runs as well as bring a hat if it, it happens to be a sunny day I typically also will wear one when it rains obviously and I'm sure that a lot, of, a lot of people do too but I just think it's really important to make sure that especially during the summertime it's not really summer here in London but I know that it definitely is in other parts of the world that you are protecting your skin you're protecting yourself I know that I've gotten some really bad sunburns on some of my longer runs when the sun is out so I think it's really important to make sure that you are again just well equipped and that you're prepared in that way so next on the list is something that i have found to be so important that i used to not prioritize as much but in my about two-year journey into distance running i found it to be so vital and it is nutrition and so for example on my run last night of 17 miles i brought three gels with me and even then you some may, some people may think that that's not enough and i think that it just really depends on your body i know that for me my stomach is quite sensitive and it can't handle like too many foods or things at once. I know that it also really helps if you kind of go and try different gels and see how it affects your body because I know that some people really appreciate like those cliff block chews but then others may prefer the gels but I've also heard of people who really hate the gels and how it tastes and the sub like the feeling of it in your mouth and that sort of a thing so I think it's really important to sort of test these things out before you go into race day but also I think it's just really important to prioritize that because I used to be someone who would just go on really long runs especially in the beginning and just only rely on water which I think is not good at all and especially for runs as you get into like 20 miles and above you absolutely need to make sure that you are eating before during and after your runs or else you will feel like complete shit and you will feel like shit during the run you will feel like even worse shit after the run I am speaking from experience and so I just think it's really important to make sure that you are well equipped with gels on your race day on your 
your longer runs and just make sure that you have them ready to go in your hydration backpack, in your um, zip pack if you have something that's going around your waist. It's just really important to make sure that you are well fueled. And I will tell you that like you feel such a difference on those longer runs and you feel like, you know, those moments where your body feels like it's hitting a wall or like your legs are about to give out and you have a gel, it makes such a difference for me. So I just think it's really, really important to prioritize this. This may be the last one that I talk about, but this next one is all about sort of the music and playlists that you create for your runs. If you're someone who listens to music and wears headphones, I personally don't know too many people that do not wear headphones, but I have seen them on the streets and I don't know what water you're drinking or what you're eating because I don't know how I would work and run without my music. And so I think this kind of pertains to like both music and headspace. I think that for me, when I go on runs, it's really a time to clear my head. And I think that my music really helps me do that. And I personally really am into like house music and EDM for types of music that I like to listen to on runs. I know that everyone's different and kind of has their own thing, but I think that kind of creating your own running playlist. So like I have like some really long running playlists that I've kind of created over the years and I kind of just like randomly will add to it. But then I also have one specific for like running workouts. So things like fart leg training. I think it just really helps with like getting yourself into the right headspace before a run and just like knowing that you've like, you've got these playlists to choose from and you've got playlists specifically for your run or your workout. And just like knowing that everything is like ready to go. I think it just like sets you up for a really good run. And I like for me, it just makes such a difference the type of music that I listen to. I'm someone who like, I'm very particular about the music that I listen to. So I kind of have to like listen to my own playlist but I also think that it's just really important to you know obviously you can try out different playlists I know that I've listened to I think one of I forget what his name is but he is an ultra runner on Instagram but he's made a couple of playlists and I found them to be really good but they're also very similar sort of housey music but I think it's really important to kind of do that and just like get yourself into the right headspace and make sure that you're in the right headspace during your run as well I think I'm someone who really likes to use my time during my runs to think and I used to to like spend a lot of time thinking about the past and things that happened in the past. And sometimes that helped fuel me for my runs and help me run faster because you might be thinking about something that really like pissed you off in the past or really upset you or someone that really broke your heart. And I think that like sometimes that can be really helpful and like that in conjunction with music can be like, yeah, just so motivating and so energizing. But at the same time, I think it's just a really good time to think about things, think about life. And I think it's just really good to sort of use that time to decompress with your head and kind of take yourself out of that work mode or school mode or whatever, you know, you've kind of come from in that day. Or if, you know, you're waking up in the morning, kind of starting yourself out on the right foot. I love, love, love starting my mornings during the week with a run because it genuinely gets me in the right headspace and really sets me up for a successful day. So I might leave some links to my playlist in the show notes of this episode just because I do have a couple of different ones. And if you don't have one yet, maybe you could listen to mine and see if you enjoy them. 
All right, everyone, that wraps up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. Like I said, I will have some links in the show notes, but the top one will be for my fundraising link. So I am running with the Boston Children's Hospital Miles for Miracles team this year in the London Marathon, which is coming up very, very soon. We're six weeks away. So I'd love if you check out that link. We are also on Instagram at Resiliency and Running, as well as TikTok with the daily running vlogs. So if you're interested in that, please do check it out. Otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.